Exploring the power of the right mindset and creating a healthy and fulfilling life. You're listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast with Imogen Harris. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening. I am Imogen. If you do not know me, I am a health and wellbeing coach and I have decided to launch my own podcast called the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast, talking about levelling up all aspects of your existence and unlimiting potential my first guest is actually my brother. He is helping anchor this podcast as well. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm excited to help people learn a bit more about you. Well, considering I'm one that is a bit of a quiet achiever and don't really like to talk too much, I think it's going to help me get out of my own comfort zone as well, which is going to be super exciting. A hundred percent. Well, let's start with the first question. Why start a podcast? I know you've been on this this journey for quite some time. Yes. Well, I think not only for my aspect of, you know, what I've been through, my hurdles, changes and everything in terms of prep and obviously my coaching business as well. It just gives me another opportunity to share how I've overcome challenges and, you know, what's to come in the future and to talk a bit of shit. And, I guess yeah. it gives you the chance to offer some insight to people as well that might be starting their journey where what you were, what, five years ago? When yeah, you first four, sort of started, or four or five years, years ago. ago. first started this journey. Like I, it, for someone that's starting it now, this is a good insight into what you've been through, where you've come from, where you're going, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think it was a lot of trial and error for a very long time. So I think everything that I've gathered knowledge and education on, I can therefore be able to help people potentially starting, whether that's health, fitness, or just, you know, wanting a little bit of insight on whether that's nutrition or yeah, anything like that. Well, I think this podcast... For this first episode, a lot of people listening will know who you are, will have met you before, will at least be following you on Instagram or, or Facebook or something like that. But if people are organically finding this podcast for the first time and thinking, who is this woman? Tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I am 23. I am an accredited sports nutritionist. I am an online health and wellbeing coach. I work for the Alpha Physique brand and I was once a beauty therapist. I am also a WBFF competitor, bikini competitor, and I just love all things nutrition, health, fitness, and being a little bit goofy here and there as well. Well, you said that you started as an, well, a lash technician, I think, was with yes. nails and lashes, which is almost a complete flip into the other side of things, being health, well-being, fitness, all that sort of stuff. How did that transition occur? How did you first get into this industry? I think it definitely came, I was a bit of a newbie. I always uh, loved netball and football and stuff like that, but I did also fall off the I guess you would call the wagon for a little bit. I went from, you know, extremely underweight and anxiety induced eating disorder to going to the complete opposite side of the spectrum and becoming quite overweight. And my mental health was not in a very good space. So, uh, a friend of mine also introduced me to some kind of, I guess, not really CrossFit, but kind of those pump classes. Um, and then from there I, you know, started to see a bit of a change in, uh, kind of grew from there. I think the transition from uh, beauty to health and fitness was more so I loved helping people feel beautiful on the outside, but then it started to drift more into wanting to make people feel beautiful on the inside. And that's what I guess commenced the health and fitness journey. Um, so I decided to start studying my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness as I was undergoing a competition prep at the time, also trying to navigate 
moving interstate, a long distance relationship and working full time as a beauty therapist. So we like to juggle a few things at once. Oh, just a couple of things at once. But um, you said there too, and that's, that's a good thing to think of, especially for those that are starting this journey now, as we said, going from looking good on the outside to feeling good on the inside is a huge mind shift, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think that was a process that I first had to go through in order to be able to want to do that for other people. I definitely used beauty and makeup as almost a bit of a shield and a cover up for my own insecurities. And until I started health and fitness and, you know, working on my myself and my mindset, that definitely shifted. I used to wake up at 4am every morning before I'd go work at McDonald's when I was a teenager just to put makeup on. And now sleep is the most important thing over makeup. <laughs> and I uh, definitely, uh, you're lucky to see me have a face with makeup on these days. So it's definitely gone from one extreme to the other. But in order for me to be able to educate people to love themselves on the inside, I had to go through those insecurities first. So definitely grateful that I went through that to be able to help others. Well, that's a big thing with this podcast is it's it, it's about the mindset. Definitely. It's not necessarily, as we said, you know, we'll, we'll touch on the nutrition side of things, the exercise side of things, all that sort of stuff. But it does come down to having the right mindset, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. I think each obstacle and challenge that you face comes with, also a learning experience and education to be able to, you know, level up and create that unstoppable mindset that anything is possible. And, you know, I do have a lot of clients that come to me or, you know, people in general that just like, I just don't know where to begin. And, you know, how did you start in the sense of, you know, I think in the total, I lost about 40 kilos from the top of my, you know, the weight to, I guess, a competition prep. And now I've kind of gone through this separate journey in itself the last 12 months of finding who is Imogen, if not in a comp prep or if not, you know, extremely lean. And that's taken a long time to, I guess, find that balance as well. So, you know, the last 12 months for me have been quite pivotal in finding a new sense of self-love without trying to fit a mould of being a size six or 50 kilos or constantly lean. So... It's definitely been a great 12 months in my mindset of that sense too. Well, let's talk about those 12 months because you know, personally, I've always seen the change. I'm close to you, so I do get to see that change. Let's talk a bit about that for those that maybe on the outside a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think I do obviously try and show and share as much as I can on my Instagram and social media about, I guess, my off season or improvement season between shows. But after the April show of last year where I really had to take a step back, I got my feedback from the WBFF saying, you know, everything was great. We just need more size. And I think prior to competing, I'd been quite lean for a long period of time. And I, I identified myself with, you know, my character being lean and being obviously quite small. So I think when I definitely got that feedback going, okay, we need more size, it did take me a long time to go that requires to put on body fat, that requires to step into a territory of being uncomfortable. That also came with a fear of losing my identity and losing what people thought that was me. And I think coming from a previous background of losing a lot of weight and being known of that person who had lost a lot of weight, I think transitioning into, okay, what comes next and you know, letting go of that identity, as I keep trying to call it, definitely unleashed and unlocked that unlimited potential I guess and self-love that I didn't know that I needed and I think I kept identifying that picture of what I was and who I was when I was complain to who I wanted to be and you know I think now I've realized I've 
grown so much since that time, but also, you know, a weight or a certain look or physique doesn't uh, actually, you know, dictate how you are as a person. So, Well, that's probably something I've noticed with a lot of you, your current clients that you, you obviously share their progress and stuff on Instagram and those sorts of things. You can see that in some of – even in their before and after photos, it's not necessarily just the physical aspects. You can almost tell the change in demeanour. Yeah, definitely. I think the most inspiring thing that's helped me within the last 12 months is also my clients. I think seeing them transition into someone who has confidence, who can appreciate that in order to grow, they do need to go through moments of being uncomfortable, but also the number that they see on the scales on the bottom of their ground that costs them $20 does not define who they are. And that number is, it isn't a be all end all. It's a number and no one's going to know if you're two kilos heavier. No one's going to love you less because you're two kilos heavier. And at the end of the day, you know, what I've definitely learned and what my clients have learned over this time is food is an amazing thing. And, you know, training hard should be well and truly a priority over, you know, fitting a certain mold or trying to be a certain weight or fit a certain criteria. The training can lend itself to the mindset side of things and the mental health side of things as well. And that's something I know we're going to touch on quite a bit throughout the podcast series yeah, definitely. is the mental health aspects of exercise, of eating right, how that actually does affect your mood and, and it can be as simple as you know and I, and I know this for myself going for a run just as basic as that can change makes such your, a difference your, your mental mindset right through to you know if you are hitting the gym on a daily basis or even if it is semi-regularly it, it does give you that mental health boost yeah definitely I think especially throughout the last few years with COVID I'm going to be honest training saved me uh not physically I couldn't care less about that sense it was if I didn't train, even if it was with a pair of dumbbells and a booty band, that's what saved me throughout that period of feeling quite isolated and alone. So if I didn't go through that period of feeling those emotions, if I didn't train, I don't think I would be where I am today, nor would I be doing this as a, as a living and as a job now. So there was negatives, I guess, with COVID, but it's also definitely evolved myself, not only physically, but mentally as well. And I don't think you're the only one there. I think Obviously, you know, for most of us, we were allowed, you know, our one hour exercise a day sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, gosh, that. the walk around the but, block. But it got people out walking and it got people out actually doing the exercise. And that's one thing I actually feels weird to say I missed something out of COVID. Definitely. But I do miss that almost camaraderie you had of going for a walk down the street and seeing your neighbours out with their kids and family walks. And that seems to – that was something I had hoped during COVID would have continued and it doesn't yeah. seem to as much. And a lot of people – have got into fitness a bit more and all that sort of stuff and got onto the bandwagon. But that general interaction, general interaction we had just by going for our walks. And and you can imagine if we all did that every night, like we had to. Yeah. I think we definitely took the smallest things for granted. I know, you know, even small as going to the gym or going for a walk or going to the beach or going out for dinner. I think we all took extremely for granted mm-hmm. prior to that. Um, and I think I think, yeah, we've lost sight of that a little bit. So I definitely think we need to all put that into perspective a little bit more and make a conscious effort to check in on your neighbours and your loved ones and, you know, be a little bit more present, which is definitely something I'm trying to work on and be a little bit more social this year, considering, you know, I do suffer with quite social anxiety. I think, you know, a goal that I set myself for this year was to be more social and not, you know, that doesn't require always going out and eating and drinking and all that type of stuff, which most people associate that with. But just being in the presence of your family, your friends and your loved ones, it just makes such a difference. So it's definitely a goal I've set myself for this year is to be more present and open and and social with those people as well. Well, we've talked about the past. We've talked about how you got to this point. We've talked about 
the dreaded C word COVID as well. But what's to come from here? Obviously, there's there's lots of stuff on yes. the horizon. Let, let's talk about what's to come. This year is going to be by far the biggest year of my existence and obviously the best year that comes with that. There's a lot of challenges and everything that comes with this year, but the AlphaWare brand, not just the coaching side, but the AlphaWare Line is now the main naming rights sponsor of the WFF, which is the federation that I compete in. So that is a huge honour, uh, not just for Rob, but also myself, Tristan, Ria, everyone like that in the group. So there's lots coming with the WFF, with AlphaWare, with AlphaWare physique coaching, all that type of stuff. So there's lots coming, but all exciting. It is going to be a pretty exciting year. And as we said, you know, this podcast is going to cover a whole range of things we're going to get right into the uh, Alpha Physique stuff as well and, and where that's brought you. And, and, yeah, I've, and I've seen such a huge growth in you since being partnered up with Rob and the, and the stuff that you guys have been doing, which is really yeah, cool. And we're sure. going to touch on that. We're obviously going to have Rob on the podcast. We're going to have a bunch of special guests coming up we are. over the first probably 10 or 12 episodes as well, which is really exciting. And and that will only grow. I know once more people hear this podcast, there's going to be more people who are going to want to get involved, which is very cool too. So what can we expect from the podcast? What are you hoping to put out there and get out of it? Yes. Well, I think especially with the guests more so is doesn't matter what job they do or what their pathway is in life. I think we all have the same similar mindset in being unstoppable and having no limits and anything is possible. And the guests that I will be having on, I do believe can share such a value and can provide some context and education for listeners whether that's business related fitness related or just general life as well obviously this podcast will be following my road to the WFF stage come November I will have my best friend Caitlin on to share you know a bit of bestie prep series as such she is doing the world show in July uh well sorry August that would be and the Sydney show in July and yeah we're both going to be doing that together which is exciting just following me, ups, downs, knowledge, how I've come to where I am now and what's to come in the future. Best friend, Caitlin, I say how it is. That's fine. Yep, yes, I get it. Well, that's, no, right that's fine. Then. I say how it is. <laughs> no, it is an exciting journey and, and obviously you've got a, a ton of Instagram followers and Facebook followers already that have been following your journey and I know this is a great way to be able to connect with them a bit more as well and, and get a bit more insight. I know you, on Instagram especially you're almost famous for your – your walk and talks. and I was going to go, here we go. What's the, this going to be yeah, famous the, for? The walk and talks and, and the, the videos you post there. And, you know, they are really engaging. I think this is a, an escalation to that in the fact that we can dive a bit deeper into some of these topics and definitely the, these thought patterns and these sorts of things that I think those that are starting out on their fitness journey and their well-being journey will love to, to be a part of. And those that have been doing it for longer than you have will find some really fascinating insight into yeah, it Yeah, well. 100%. I think my clients knew that I was uh, – commencing this podcast prior to me you know publicizing it and surprisingly they want to hear my voice more even though I chat to them 24 hours a day but they are so excited as well so I am going to have a few of my clients also come on this podcast share their story and I guess give you insight to what I do from a coaching perspective for my clients but also show that it doesn't matter if you step on a stage it doesn't matter if you're competing you can still have those same goals that same same ambition but also have that same unstoppable mindset as well and that that's as someone who's on the receiving end a lot of your voice memos I feel like I've already been listening to this podcast for years because... I love a voice memo or two. I love a voice memo or two. So I think this, this podcast is going to come very naturally to you. But it is exciting. So make sure you're tuning in. We'll, there'll be a new episode every week and uh, it's going to be very exciting. The limit is, you know, it's going to be a big year and it's only better, bigger and better from here.
Absolutely. Well, we will be back next week yeah. with a brand new episode. Let's get it. You've been listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast, a creative media production. 